0: Cindy Lopper.
1: Hey. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the
0: show. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, hey. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? We are you do, doing? Doing Is nice great. Out? Is the sun
0: out? Oh, it's always out yes. in Atlanta. Oh, you know, but it feels like fall. Like we've had some like we, jacket weather, which I'm not complaining. As yeah. long as the sun's out, it's great.
1: Well,
0: oh, it's cloudy here, and it's cold. Yeah,
1: same. Well, by <laughs> hey, the, it is what it is. Right, right, exactly right.
0: But, you know, by the time you get here to Atlanta on June 5th, yeah, uh, it'll be nice and hot for you. Don't you worry. <laughs> it'll I'm, be a squatch. Yeah, I'm excited about the show because, you know, Cindy, you come to Atlanta a lot. I've seen you at Chastain, but I haven't seen you at Symphony Hall before. So tell us about that show.
1: Well, um, I have a little set. Stage that I'm gonna take with me this time. Very excited, you know. Everybody was always telling me, "Oh, you don't need anything; just you know." And then I found myself with a flash, you know, a call light, trying to do art. So I realized, okay, I'm gonna have a stage. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's fun, you know. I put together the set. It's kind of um, mixed up, new. Old songs because they're old songs from Detour. Detour comes out. Oh my god, Detour comes out. Um, what's today? Tomorrow, Tomorrow I think. Yeah, oh 6. my god, yeah, it's kind of you know, I haven't. Well, it's been a while since I put out an album, you know, and anyway, uh, been so busy with Kinky Boots, but and congratulations by the
0: way, because I mean, like Tony Award winning cindy Lauper for what a fantastic show!
1: Ah, uh, thank you. I know, it's pretty shocking. And Hamilton, that just, 16 nods, yes. 16 nominations. How awesome for Lynn, and, and both of them, and, and the whole company, they're, they're excellent, and mm-hmm. it's a show people should see. But anyway, um, I am, uh, you know, I, I put together the songs from Detour, which I don't know if you realize, I don't know if you got the album or not, it it has Willie Nelson and Vince Gill and um, Lou Harris and Alison Krauss and, and Jewel because they did an old song that I thought was so funny I had to do because, you know, some of this stuff actually was like pop music when I was very small.
0: Mm-hmm. And um,
1: I thought, and it's also the birth of rock and roll. So it, it, it was kind of great to go back and see when... Country and rhythm and blues were so closely linked. I think that it still is that way. I mean, now it's kind of country is morphed again, but it's pop, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So, um but I, I think for me, that whole beginning time at the birth and the time Elvis came out, you know, you know, for me as a rockabilly singer, I was in Blue Angel. I was a rockabilly singer. I, um, which is the first band, first recording band I had before I became, as you people know me, <laughs> 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 but um, I, I, uh, I used to, you know, look up all the older singers, you know, the beginning of rock, you mm-hmm. know, was who were the female singers, who were the rockers? Well, it was Wanda Jackson, and they would never, you know, First of all, Wanda Jackson, when she was singing, in her time, in her heyday, she was like the only female rocker, her. And you look across the board, and then there's Tina Turner when she first started. She was kind of rock and roll. So you have, like, different... And everybody in between, like Patsy Cline, she was a um, rockabilly gal before she crewed, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I just uh, started to really focus in on this stuff, and, you know, there's this one song they started saying, um, that Patsy Montana, that was the first big hit for a woman on country music, so you have to do that, of course, but it's, I Want to Be a Cowboy Sweetheart. (laughs) And she says that, but then after that, she never mentions the guy again. In fact, she says she'd like to pillow her head beneath the sleeping herd, but no mention of him at all. So I thought it was kind of funny and kind of, you know, very prolific about how women lived in our last century. In the beginning, um, women didn't have the right to vote. Women had to fight, you know, we still don't get equal pay, but hey, um, so, you know, it, it. and and the thing is that if a woman wanted to become something, she would usually marry the guy closest to what she would be, want to become, or that would be her boyfriend, or, you know, mm-hmm. if, if she was ambitious. I asked my cousin once, my older cousin, she went to college. I said, oh, you went to college? What did you want to be? And she actually looked at me and she said, be? I wasn't going to be anybody. I was just going to get married. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, you know, marriage is great. I've been married, to, going to be 25 years, but, you know, people want to be something, you know? And so I just, um, I thought that was a good part of the history. And, um, and it's fun. The record has energy. That song is extremely fun. And, and I, I, you know, I chose it because I thought I was going to yodel. <laughs> and they told me, yeah, they told me that Peter Gabriel yodeled in three days. He learned how to yodel, took lessons, and in three days, he was yodeling. Okay. And I thought, wow, okay, see, just like you, I could do that. And then I took some lessons and realized, no, no, I can't do that. <laughs> That's not what I do. And um, so, but I, did, I still love the song because it's fun. It's very reminded me very much of like max fleischer Mm -hmm. you know it's cowboy swing but it's swing and you know those old 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 cartoons that had like swing Mm -hmm. jazz cowboy whatever it had in there had everything and so i thought oh this would be fun but then i started to worry about who the heck is going to yodel so allison happened allison Krause happened to come down for um, she sang with me on Hard Candy Christmas because even though Dolly wasn't available to because you know people's schedules are aye i i and so <laughs> I said okay who who can I get who can I get and it just so happened that you know Nashville's a small town because mm-hmm. I went to Nashville to make the record and one person talks to another and another and we had talked to this one guy Buddy Buddy Cannon who was doing work with um, Willie Nelson, and that's how Willie Nelson got on the album. And, you know, because I wanted to do Nightlife, and all of a sudden he became available. I was like, oh, my God, really? (laughs) And so we had all these wonderful people jumping in, you know, and and singing and playing. And Jewel, I happen to remember, was a good (laughs) yodeler. So I said... She, I heard an interview and said that she, when she was little, she learned how to yodel, and I figured that one's been yodeling all her life. She is probably killer. Mm-hmm. So, Allison had an old number, so I texted Jewel and I said, "Hi, big fan. Is this Jewel? This is Cindy Lauper." Or I did it backwards because I thought she wouldn't read it. I just said, "This is Cindy Lauper. Is this Jewel? Big fan." Got your number from Allison. Hope you don't mind. Do you still yodel? And then I put a disclaimer just in case it wasn't Jewel. And I said, if this isn't Jewel, just ignore this. And it's another crazy text. And anyway, she texted me back and we went back and forth and figured it out. And she actually came and yodeled. And on this record, that was the first female classic country song, I Want to Be a Cowboy Sweetheart. I think my favorite part is when I say, take it, Jewel. And (laughs) there she is.
0: (laughs) Well, Jewel is also a very good scatter, and I'm a fan of the scatting. Like Al Jarreau would scat, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I remember, Yeah. yeah.
0: But getting back to the yodeling...
1: Al Jarreau came in one time on We Are the World, Mm -hmm. and he had (laughs) tears in his eyes because he said, they're trying to teach Dylan the part. And I looked at him and I said... What are you crying for? You know, it's Bob Dylan. You know, let him say the alphabet. It's all
0: good. (laughs) Nobody would know if Bob Dylan sang the alphabet. They'd be like, what was that? Strange language. (laughs) But, uh, Cindy, i got to ask about this yodeling class. Like, just take us through that real quick. How does a yodeling class go, and how did you fail that?
1: Well, I didn't fail. I didn't like the sound. Okay. You know, um... Because you know, first the lady came and she had a scratchy sound, and I didn't think you have a scratchy sound. And all the people that really yodel were the old-time people, and they were out on the road, I guess, yodeling and playing, you know, some swing uh, country music. Because it has it, taken um, a real uh, new resurgence of it, a cowboy mm-hmm. swing. And um, so I thought, you know, I listened to myself because she goes, okay, it's Yo, and little old lady, you know, things like that. And it's usually intervals, you know. I I, I do my vocal exercises by intervals, and most of my life I did sustain. And not as much flexibility, probably. And I sing loud and soft, but you have to work really hard after you sing it loud to mm-hmm. get you, you know, have it be soft and calm down. And Jewel just went in and she was like, oh, my God, it was that good. It was that good. And, you know, <laughs> I just thought, I so, you know, I, I'm going to go on tour. Obviously, Jewel's not going to be with me, but, you know, in spirit but I did it in a way that would sound fun. You know, I was a big fan when I was little of Max Fleischer's cartoons, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like Small Fry and all the music and the, the flowers. When I, I remember very, very young, like four years old, cartoons with flowers that kind of sang together and went back and forth. So I figured out a kind of yodel that I could do with my singer that's coming with me, um that we could kind of sound like the flowers in that cartoon, you okay.
0: know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's kind of like that, you know. But um, it's, it's an interesting, it was an interesting project. I'm so glad I did it. It mm-hmm. makes a lot of people happy when they hear it because it's kind of happy music. Right. A kind of return to a more innocent time with all the crazy things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you just get a little break. <laughs> and I learned how to do that. You know, when I, it was a weird way I put the album together, too, because I did it with, um, you know, the same way I learned when I sat and was doing Kinky Boots. You have to sit in the audience and watch people mm-hmm. and see what you're doing by their reactions. It's a weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I started to put the music together even before I sang it, you know, because Seymour Stine kept sending me folders and folders of music. And my friends who heard I was doing that sent me their Suggestions, you know how it is when you're going to do something, and all your friends are like, "I love that kind of music. Listen, listen to this and listen to that." You know, so I was listening and I put together the um, the folder with songs that I felt had energy and told great stories, and took a chance to see, "Well, is this going to be the greatest song you ever sang, or you're really going to sing, But you can try." You know, <laughs> and there was like one or two songs that I was like, everybody looked at me like, "Really?" And I was like, OK, 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 it's not good. And so there but there were other songs that told great stories where I clicked with the band and mm-hmm. they clicked with me. Obviously, when I saw Nashville Cats, the documentary, I'm thinking Bob Dylan and, you know, Bob Dylan and, and Johnny Cash. But, you know, when they went down, just like, you know, Peter Gabriel. I'm not really Bob Dylan or Johnny Cash so it was kind of hard to, <laughs> to do that. You know, I wasn't good in that movie I had to make my own. So, but it all worked out. I feel very blessed. I, Wonderful musicians. I worked with Tony Brown, a producer who was Elvis's piano player at one time. Played in a lot of bands. We could make a record that was a little dirty, you know, sounding not pristine clean and and live. Everything is live, except for one song I sang over the track, but everything else is live. And so it has that energy, and it makes people feel good. I used to play it low. You know, after I recorded, I played it very low on my computer with different jobs I was doing with different people, and it really did change the energy and the mood in the room Hmm. and made people happy. So I finally made a record he could play at a
0: barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. And Another thing I just wanted to ask you about, because you came up during the same time that he did, and not to bring this down, but I just wanted to ask if you ever worked with uh, Prince and what interactions that you had. I mean, you guys were uh, both on the charts for so many years at the same time.
1: Well, of course I I met Prince, and um, he was always so so great to us. Um, allowed us to use when you Were mine. Um, he was always was for uh, the True Colors tour and you know putting it out on a record. He was always, always, always generous to us. And he was, a, you know, every time I did need him, it's kind of funny. He told me about the, you no, know, he was trying to tell me about the business thing. He he invented this business package mm-hmm. where he figured out he could with the ticket price. Sell the CD and and find a way of distribution that was not that was outside the box. Mm-hmm. And he always thought like that. And he was even mad at me because I went back to an older record company that you know I had a rough time with um, back and forth. And um, and I couldn't go totally independent like he was. I mean, I think um, he was an extraordinary artist and I mean, he used to come see me and when I did all the crazy shows, you know, like if I did Gay Pride and I was in a parking lot and I some crazy thing I used to do performance art, you know, Mm -hmm. and as best I could, but my performance art was always kinda slightly comedy. So you know, (laughs) he was around he was he was listen, a great light passed our way and burned very brightly and was extraordinary. He was funny, and he was also in a lot, a lot of pain after a while. And he, you know, bless him. I hope that he's okay. And it was unfortunate what happened. I guess if he wasn't Prince, they would have kept him in that hospital Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and helped him. Um, But I think that, uh, you know, I'm I'm so saddened. That's all. I I feel very fortunate for the times that I did see him and we did talk. And one time when I actually went to see him live, because I never get a chance. A couple of times I did, like, you know, jam session with him and my friend Cat Dyson, who was his guitar player. I knew Sheila E. And, you know, we were all kind of friends. And it was just really, really sad. And I think he's great. He was great.
0: One thing okay. that you bring up is, like, if it hadn't been Prince, he, they would have kept him in that hospital. And that's, you know, how many tragic stories of of uh, celebrities now are we, like Michael Jackson, same thing. Would he have gotten, you know what I mean? Like, it's just tragic. Hey, because John pe-
1: Kennedy Jr., same thing. If it wasn't him, they would have never let him take
0: off. hmm Yeah. So be careful, Cindy. Don't make unreasonable requests. <laughs>
1: and... And stay away from the three H's: helicopters, Harleys, and heroin. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's
0: awful. Good, so good advice. Good advice. Dishes,
1: but yeah, but you know. Well, so yeah. Anyway, Cindy, I, hope, uh, I, I have to go. And yes. Go yeah.
0: Go love you so much. Yes, thank you. And I
1: hope we see you All in right. June. Okay. Okay. Great. All right, sweetheart. All right, thank you. Good, bye. 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 I
0: love her. Mm. She's so great. I like, just let her talk. Yeah. I was <laughs> just like, hey, Cindy. Cindy. Tell us about your new album. Right. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even ask that. <laughs> hey, Cindy, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I'm. Here.